When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Women podcast. It's your host, Kristen Carney, of course, with Marnie Kenris, owner of wingirlmethod.com. You can check her out there. And we have two lovely ladies <laughs> joining us today, Jen and Allison from Two Girls, One Podcast, which well, actually, is the best you tell name us? ever for a podcast. And right. I'm really jealous. <laughs> they can't. To Why? be honest. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> you know, we so really can't take credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, I know. Somewhere. What is it about? Because I watched, We're I actually watched you have Two Girls, One anyway, Show yeah. as well. And I watched one of the episodes about bronies, which I thought was actually very entertaining. You guys are super goofy and hilarious. Um, but is the podcast similar? Is it different? What, what, what is it? Ali and I have a background in uh, performance, first of all, and then eventually comedy because we were performing things <laughs> from the internet for a really long time. And we realized, oh my God, this shit is really funny. <laughs> um, so we started looking at different communities, bronies being one of them, and really just getting interested in how people were portraying their identities online um, and what groups of people were kind of coming together through the internet in mostly positive ways. Of course, we see a lot of negativity around that too, but we were looking at communities where people like really found their people (laughs) through the internet. So eventually, um, yeah, really fun. Uh, We created Two Girls, One Show, the web series um, out of our live show (laughs) blog logs. Which you can watch on (laughs) hoohaha.com. That's right. It's on hoo-ha. Um, but so in the series, in the web series, we interview people behind the internet posts. And then we go on these scripted adventures where we kind of take what they say in the wrong way or do something kind of silly because we're human and we make mistakes. Um, but we found through doing that web series that we love the interview portions of it. And um, Ali and Matt from The Daily Dot, our producer for Two Girls, One Podcast, connected about potentially doing a podcast. So Basically, we just decided to pull these interviews, and now we're on our Endless. 50th episode. And because it's the internet, yeah, that's no, amazing. Um, so basically, what you're doing <laughs> is you're yeah. taking um, conversation or things that people are saying, and you're interpreting them how, however you may choose. I'm trying to tie this to what happens to a lot of guys that we work with. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's our stage show. So we have a live stage show where we take internet text and perform it. In the podcast, we're just finding fascinating things that's on the internet so every week and then contacting the writer and doing an interview. So we've interviewed uh, everything from furries and adult babies to data scientists to psychologists. And we just look at different communities and phenomena that have happened because oh, of technology yeah. and the internet. And we contact the writer and we see what it's about. So actually, yesterday, we interviewed the founder of Match.com, which was super awesome. I mean, he's essentially, he's credited as the inventor of online dating, and we interviewed him yesterday. So that was super fun. Oh, so what kind of, what kind of information did you find out from him that could be useful for the guys who are listening to this show? He was awesome. He was super funny. Um, his main thing was to uh, broaden your horizons. He tried to convince Jen and I that we should start uh, trying women. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, but he was just like, you need, you, you know, you don't, you don't know what you'll want. So you get out there and people are too specific, right? Wasn't that his main advice, Jen? Was there something else he took away? Yeah, that was his main advice that it's not really easy for anyone. So the best bet you have is to try a lot of different things. And maybe you'll start to realize that you like something you didn't think you might like, <laughs> not just gender wise, oh, but just the that. types of people you're dating. Yeah. Maybe profession wise, whatever. Right. Well, were, were you guys talking about, were you guys talking about your own dating lives and that you were potentially having some difficulty? Well, actually, uh, so tell me, actually, well, tell me, <laughs> yeah. You, okay, I yeah, I want to hear, are you, are you single? Yeah, we're single, but he and I chose to gang up on Jen in this episode. So I got out <laughs> scot-free, okay. but I am also single as fuck. <laughs> really? Okay. So then can you guys maybe take turns giving a little bit of a background of, of what's going on for you in your single dating lives? Maybe some struggles and maybe, you know, some advice for guys who are listening? Sure. I mean, I, I have a story I'll go with Jen I can first. dive into. <laughs> please. Yeah, please. <laughs> All right. This just happened to me last week. I'm pretty annoyed about it. I want to start a whole podcast about it. <laughs> But it's basically this concept that a, a guy behaved very badly and sent me a slew of inappropriate text messages, um, which I'm happy Can to... Can you give... Yeah, you want me to do a dramatic read? Yes, please. All right, let's, yes, pull this, please. Let's, let's pull this shit up. So, okay. Because we need to hear what a mistake is. Yeah. But so here's what's interesting for our male listeners. I actually don't think this guy's a bad guy. I think that... Men are told to a certain extent to like be aggressive and pursue even when it's and then they don't realize that it's not appropriate at that time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's maybe oblivious and trying to put himself out there. But the result is like very inappropriate. Do you know what I mean? And I, it reminds me. Like, yes, absolutely. In the whole landscape of this Me Too movement, I think it's more like the Aziz Ansari side where it's like the interesting thing about that whole scandal, and I'm using air quotes if you, can, you can't see me, but they're there. But um, the whole thing about the Aziz Ansari scandal was just that like, it was just so relatable and ordinary. And I think that that's a conversation that we're still not really having where it's like men are behaving very, just like making women uncomfortable, but, but not necessarily meaning to. So that's what happened to me this week. Do you want to hear the text messages? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. I, lo I love the way that you put that because that happens with so many women where, because it's not a high enough level of discomfort or it, it's not even in the category of assault. It's just uncomfortable. And most women do not speak up towards that. And therefore men don't know that it could be harmful or creepy or inappropriate. Or exactly. And you know, you know what? Now you're making me think that I should tell him because I have didn't actually tell him. You that. absolutely should. You should. 100%. You should. I, I, I was on CNN actually when um, for when uh, the Aziz Ansari story came out and they had me, you know, do some commentary on it and they were asking me my opinion. And that's pretty much exactly what I said is that the, the best thing that women can do is speak up in those scenarios. And if it's not comfortable while you're in that scenario, then you can say something afterwards. Because most men, if you're smiling or kind of smiling, but a little bit tense, they can't read that you're not into it. They can't understand the subtle signals that women are putting out the way that other women can. So for them, they're like, oh, you're kissing me? You're into this. Oh, you're letting me touch you? You're into this. They can't read that deeper level that most women can. So yeah, I would love, I would love to hear 
Um, yeah, well, this was even dumber because literally nothing happened. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. although you, like, I didn't even touch my boob. Okay, you know nothing. Okay, so this was. I mean, this is going to sound ridiculous. The story begins at Burning Man. <laughs> uh, so yeah. this was a new friend from my camp, right? I gave him literally zero indication whatsoever that I was interested. No, even like brushes of the arm. You know what I mean? Like not interested in this guy, gave him no indication that I'm interested, thought he was really nice, treated him as a friend. You know, at Burning Man, you're like making lots of friends and talking to everyone. Then he mentioned that he's passing through San Francisco, which is where I live. And I said, oh, uh, you know, I mean, a long story short, because some of it's boring, like some of us are meeting up, whatever. So I again, long story short, I invite him to come over for dinner with six other people. Okay. Not a date. There was like this impromptu potluck that I had. Um, so yeah, there's seven of us total and he's there and he's meeting my friends. Everything's fine. And then at the end of the night, he says that he like, doesn't have a place to stay. And I'm like, well, that's weird, but maybe he's like this burner type who just like sleeps in his car or something. I don't know. So I, so, so I already had a friend staying with me in the living room. And uh, so I said, you know, we could set up an air mattress in the closet. <laughs> it's a large closet, okay? It's a large closet. Right. So I was like, you know, it never plays to stay. I was trying to be friendly, you know what I mean? I was like, we could set up an air mattress in the I mean, closet. you're still taking in a homeless person. That's still <laughs> nice whether or not it's in your box-sized closet. <laughs> right, like I was just like trying to be friendly. Well, because I didn't, my friend was in the living room. I didn't want to make her feel uncomfortable in the living room. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, I feel bad. This guy doesn't have a place to stay. Like he can stay here if he wants. There's an air mattress, you know, and there's a space. I sound crazy. Whatever. So imagine then he if texts a guy, me. Imagine if a guy said to a girl, I'll put you in the closet. It would be like, okay, murderer. <laughs> yeah. But when we do it, we're just like polite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good You're point. like a sweet woman doing a favor. The slightly yeah. larger, the slightly longer version is that I was cat sitting for a friend. So I was staying in a kind of sick apartment with like a huge walk-in closet. <laughs> right. <laughs> and right. that was okay. the, that was like okay. the room that was free if you want. I mean, whatever, like you don't have a place to stay. You can stay on an air mattress in my closet. That is what I'm offering. So I would say that's like a thousand percent clear. Note to self, never let you house sit. You have parties at people's houses that you house sit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> completely, completely valid. <laughs> so um, anyway, so, you know, I feel like it couldn't be more clear that I'm not interested. <laughs> he texts, he leaves, he texts me at 10.36 p.m. That was lots of fun. Your friends are really awesome. I rather wanted to stay, I rather wanted to stay, but actually next to you and not in a closet, but I really don't want to push that kind of thing. Shrug emoji. So at this point, I'm like, oh, that's uncomfortable, but I didn't think much of it. Although now that time has gone by, I'm like, even that is inappropriate, right? Like, even if I didn't invite, I wanted to stay next to you, you weren't invited to stay next to me. Like, that's so presumptuous, right? I mean, even if I'd been on a date with a guy, I think it's presumptuous. Let's step back for a second. Okay. Is that that inappropriate or is it just not where your head was at? I I think how is that inappropriate? Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, there's more, but please, please discuss. Yeah. (laughs) To me, it seems just oblivious. And also the fact that it was delivered through text message isn't, uh, that's not, that's, that's not the most appropriate way to do it. He should have perhaps given some sort of signal or said something when you were in person. But don't you think if your intention is to sleep next to me in my bed, the starting point is like, Hey, do you want to get a drink sometime? (laughs) Not like, right. hey, you invited me over. You invited me over for a casual potluck and just FYI, I wanted to sleep next to you. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. You know, but this is the thing. This is the mental gymnastics that we do as women where we're like, is this wrong? Is it? Yes. Yes, it is. 
But, but what do you guys think? <laughs> well, that's interesting because I, I think if you liked him, you would have liked that text. Mm. No, well, I don't know. I think if I liked him, I don't know. That's like, I just feel like, been well, like, if oh, she liked that, that she would have put out a vibe to get that text. Yeah, I still, yeah, I still feel right. like, like, if, if I, if we had made out or something, like, I feel like even if I liked him, that's like a leap for us to go from literally nothing we've never touched at all to like, hey, I wanted to sleep next to you. Yeah, like he was missing okay, so a transition. Because he went to, he was missing a transitional right, step in the process. Yeah. Okay. Or so four. he went straight to like extreme escalation. See, for me, I kind of, that, that for me is a more subtle statement to, to state his intent that after having all this time together, he may have been putting out certain vibes on his end that maybe you weren't picking up on or that for him was him putting himself out there. Right. This is just just my breakdown of it. Right. Because I, I, I actually, that's interesting. I don't find that inappropriate. I find that him saying, I am interested or my intent is, I would have not liked to be in the closet. I would have liked to be beside <laughs> you. I like you. Yes, it would have been nice to ask you for a drink as well, but- I kind of thought that was yes. like a... Well, so there's a, more. A sort of subtle... Okay, yes. I want to hear the rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first, I want to break, I wanna break it, everything down. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the first one comes in and I, my initial reaction is like, oh, damn, I wanted to be his friend. Now this is uncomfortable. But no big deal, right? Yeah. That's my initial reaction. So that message was okay. at 1036. I don't respond. 1054. What I mean is I want to know you better. Mm. Okay. 1057. My word brain is not working right now, but I think you know what I am trying to say. Face palm, face palm emoji. Oh, God. 11.32. Off into the night I go. Hope to hear from you someday soon. And I'm like, were you just like waiting outside the apartment? Because he actually lives in LA. And so he drove to LA that night instead. I didn't want to mm-hmm. ghost him because I actually did like him platonically. So the next day at 2.17, all I wrote is, I want to be your friend. That's it. He writes... Immediately, I'd like that. I'm great source material. I think he's talking about comedy. Totally fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Great. It's done. Then I wake up Wednesday morning at 7.56 a.m. I have a text that says, it says next to you, not inside you. Crying <gasps> emoji. <gasps> oh, oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy's. This guy's a wreck. Yep. This guy's a train wreck. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's when it got so uncomfortable. Just to receive a text message from someone that you're not interested in, that you've never touched, that you've never made out with, that you think you've given no signs to, to receive a text that says, inside you, is <laughs> just not okay. So what what would have been the better thing for him to say? Because for nothing. me, nothing? I hear somebody. <laughs> okay, just nothing. Right. Okay, but that's that's good advice to people. So for me, I hear a guy who is trying to, exactly what you said in the beginning, he's trying to put himself out there in some way, maybe poorly, or actually I thought it was well-advised, um, from somebody else how to put his intention out there. And then he felt bad. He wasn't understanding because maybe he thought there was a vibe from you. So he's going back through his text to see where he may have, may have screwed up and may have insulted you. And he's trying to clarify, which I, I don't think that he should. Your assessment's 100% correct. Well, I have to. Yes, dis- but what, no, but I, I disagree. I, I disagree. I think. Oh, Marnie, okay, okay. <laughs> I think Marnie's giving him way too much benefit of the doubt. I think the guy uh, was grasping. He knew 
nothing that he said was the right timing, was appropriate. And he was grasping for some way to hold on to, save to it. his, yeah, not his dignity. Cause I think he went into it having zero dignity regardless. I think he was, I, w- I think he was so desperate to maintain some sort of control over himself or his vibe. Now, like I think him sending that text to you was, was honestly aggressive in terms of him trying to say like, Listen, I wasn't like I think he was bullying you with that last text because I think it hurt his ego. Really? That he wasn't getting any response. Yes. Because from my when I had been on dating apps and was talking to random guys in text, I always got that lash out. Not always, but a lot of the time when I wasn't interested or things weren't going forward, I would get that text that seemed like they were trying to be funny, but it was really them trying to be a dickhead and to have some sort of con- not control over me, but control over the image that now the they have. Yeah. Well, here's the twist. Yes. Th- that I understand. And I, I, I Oh, there's yeah. a twist. Go on, no, sorry. No, no. The twist is, is simply that I think, well, okay. I think texting is terrible. I think with online dating, exactly what you're saying. I think guys are being fucking assholes. You have no idea what the intention is. The, the slight, the thing that got, got me is that I did spend time with him at Burning Man completely platonically and not, not much time, but he was in my camp. I saw him every day. I would say hi. We would chat. I, I liked him platonically. Like, I don't think he's a dirtbag. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's an asshole. Like, you know, I don't, now, now we're like kind of ragging on him. Like, you know, perhaps I'll send this to him. I don't know. I, but I actually, <laughs> you know, but seriously, you know, cause, cause it's like, I didn't tell him, I didn't text back, Hey, I think these are inappropriate and here's why. But what got me is is this idea that there are guys that might truly be nice guys who just don't know what to do. And so they're trying to put themselves out there. And then, yeah, like scrolling back up and like trying to correct the situation. You know what I mean? So, But that's what was fascinating to me is that I didn't think he was a dirtbag. If I'd never met him, I think they read completely dirtbaggy. But it's like that yeah. dilemma, to be fair to guys, like they do have this dilemma where they're supposed to be aggressive. They're supposed to put themselves out there. But then a yeah. lot of them just like don't know how to do it and send these like, well, they, you know, very they, inappropriate they, things. Well, yeah, they hear the that. They he- oh, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. For, for, for both men and women, I think we all know that you just, you can't read tone through text. And it's, in my mind, it's entirely possible that within the Burning Man experience and Ali, you're, you know, you're so funny and can absolutely be inappropriate. So I'm sure you were joking around with him. Thanks girl. Maybe- oh, wait. No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't, it didn't make any inappropriate jokes. Oh, okay. Cause I was okay, thinking but go perhaps on, go on. he thought, he thought that the two of you, I was to give him total benefit of the doubt. Maybe he thought the two of you had this rapport that, you know, was like a funny kind of pushing the envelope rapport and that's what he was going for. But, um, yeah, no, I you hear know, you. obviously it reads as inappropriate to me, but you yeah. also run that so, risk well, when you go to burning man that you might not <laughs> meet the most normal people <laughs> in the world. You'll meet amazing people. Maybe the drugs. Okay. Them as- too much. <laughs> so as someone who had a, an embarrassingly good time at Burning Man, I resent that. No, <laughs> My goal I is to as well. I've never been to, to Burning Man, Man, but I want to. I know that no, is your goal. So I, I, I used to, to make fun what, of people go to Burning Man and now I can't because I loved it so much. Anyway. Yeah, I hear that a lot. I want to go. Yeah, people I, convert. My goal is to go one year. Um, so let me ask you a question. If you were to write something to him to say that it was inappropriate, what would you say other than that was kind of an, an, an inappropriate text? How would you help him understand why it was inappropriate? 
I think that I would probably acknowledge that I genuinely did enjoy meeting him. And I, I think he's probably a really nice guy deep down. Like, I don't think he's a dirtbag. Well, maybe he is. Uh, anyway, so I think I would acknowledge that, like, I really did think he was a nice guy and, like, getting to know him, but that these text messages were inappropriate because I gave him zero indication that I was interested and therefore to make the leap of, like, wanting to sleep next to me and then writing about being inside of me versus next to me is just, like, wildly inappropriate and please don't send those to other women. Because it made you uncomfortable. Yeah. And, well, yeah, and it's just, like, Maybe if you've been on a date or hooked up or whatever, totally different story. But like if nothing has happened with a woman, don't send her sexual texts like that. Yeah. If you say I want to okay. be inside Which, you, it's if like- If nothing has happened in, sorry, if nothing has happened in terms of- Like romantically, like you, you know, we- out before? Yeah. Like I don't even know that our skin touched before other than like maybe a platonic like good morning hug. Like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't give him, like if I'm interested in a guy, like, you know- you know, you make sure that they're like things happen. Ah, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, what are those things? Because yeah, like, my read on yeah, my read on yeah. you is like you're so bubbly and outgoing, and a lot of girls are not bubbly and outgoing to a lot of guys, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you are bubbly and outgoing, and as Jen was saying, you're having you know a great banter and rapport. Um, for him, that that may be something. That's there. Not saying that you're like, you know, slapping his ass and saying, let's go sleep in the tent together. But he likes you and you are responding to him, not leading him on in any way or saying, I like you as well, but you you are there. But I think that's um, a fundamental feminist so, issue, right? A woman is friendly to a man. Obviously, she wants to sleep with him. You know what I mean? So no, I, that's not an obviously she wants to sleep with him, yeah. which, which is why he didn't crawl into bed with you when he was over at your house. But for him, he was putting out there what he wanted. I guess I'm asking, what's the middle zone that didn't jump to that next sexual level that would have been okay with you? Great, yes. Well, would have been okay. change your opinion. Yeah. I would still not be interested in him, but as something where okay. I can't be upset, like he put himself out there, like the right way for him to have handled the situation was for him to have written something like, hey, it was so great to get to know you at Burning Man. Next time you're in LA, I'd love you to go out for a drink if you're up for that. That would be the normal next step, in my opinion. Um, okay, gotcha. So just, just because I really believe- for you. Yeah, because I really believe I gave him no signs that I was interested. There was another dude at Burning Man, and I gave him lots of signs. (laughs) (laughs) And did he pick up on that? Oh, yeah. We went on a third date last night. Oh, very nice. Okay, that's good. (laughs) Yeah. But I do think that that it would be awesome if you did say something to him, because I think that would be helpful for him in the future. Because now he's walking around with, you know— somebody thinking those things about him and he may do it again. And that could be a great learning lesson for him and for you. I mean, you're totally right. Cause again, like I, I feel bad <laughs> that this podcast has maybe gotten negative about him. Cause I, I actually thought he was a nice guy when, when we hung out at Burning Man. I think oh, it's guys yeah, not no, knowing what I, to do. Yeah, absolutely. I only Kristen sees him as negative. I, <laughs> I don't see him as negative at all. But Kristen, um, I see so your I point answer- that many negative, many dirtbags send similar text messages. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. Oh. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, you know, 
I, I feel bad for the guy, but also at the same time, there's a thing called self-awareness and I, I think he's just lacking it. I'm not tra- trying to rag on him. Yes. I'm trying to be real for the guys listening. Totally. Totally. Okay. All right. So we have some questions from our listeners. Are you guys ready? We are ready. Wait, are we going to tear Jen okay. apart now or no? <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. Do you want, I forgot. Do you want to talk about your dating life? Oh, God. <laughs> Jen's killing it right I, now. She's killing it. I'm killing it in terms of quantity, but like I'm, you know, still looking for uh, a solid relationship. So I'm not killing it in terms of that. <laughs> um, but basically in the last few years, I've had some very intense experiences with people who are fairly unavailable. So now I'm just dating around <laughs> and seeing what I can find. And I'm actually meeting some people who are ready for relationships. I just don't know if I'm super into them. <laughs> so I'm feeling really, Yeah. So are are you ready for a relationship right now? I mean, I think so. I think it's hard to know until you meet the person um, that you want to be in that relationship with, but absolutely in terms of like the way I've set up my life and, you know, just feeling like that's what I want. Yes. Okay. And so uh, how, how do you let people know, or actually I'll take a step back for a second. So is that what the difference is of being ready? It's ready. It's not, it's being not ready until you meet the right person. I think is that what you're trying to say? True. Or, you know, some, sometimes people go through periods of their lives where they're just, they just know that they're not relationship minded. Like, you know, they're just playing the field or whatever it is. But, um, and I seem to go through phases, but the phase I'm in right now is, yeah, knowing, knowing that that's what I want. And, you know, how do I let people know? I don't like beat people over the head with it. Cause again, I want to like allow it to just uh, happen. Yeah. But, um, it's, there's a lot of feeling out with these people, like how actually ready they are. And I think, um, a lot of men in particular, like tend to say they are ready when, especially when sex is introduced into the relationship. Um, and then it just becomes clear that maybe emotionally, like they're not quite there, you know, not ready to commit to somebody or, you know, maybe I'm not the right person or whatever it is, but you know, I've had a number of experiences where people have like kind of early on wanted to rush into things and it just kind of disintegrates after yeah. a few months. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. how do you communicate to men that you want something casual? That I want something casual? Um, I guess you could yeah. be much more open about communicating that um, because, yeah, it feels like the opposite tends to happen of what you want. Like if you go into it just wanting something casual, you tend to be a lot more open. Um, you know, you get more intimate faster on like all levels. And then it tends to be those situations where guys are like hardcore pursuing me. And then they're like, I want to be with you. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, it's a good question. Um, to just, I think I do personally have a hard time stating that up front, but it probably would be really helpful. It's not something you have to state up front. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I I sort of wanted to understand like for, from a guy's point of view or for a guy who is dating women who are in that space, that just want to be casual, what what would that look like? Does that mean that you're not as available, that you don't give as much of yourself? Like what what does it look like when you are in that space with a guy versus in the relationship space or or having interest in that way in a man that you're dating? Great question. Um, I think, what does it actually look like? I mean, I think being casual to me means um, just keeping things light. Like it would mean seeing the person less. Like I would say once a week feels casual to me once every two weeks, something like that. Um, not spending a lot of time in each other's personal space. 
Um, maybe not spending nights, like, you know, definitely sex could be involved, but not like spending the night. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the texting can be here and there, but it's okay not to respond. You know, you just don't feel like beholden to kind of like grow something with somebody. Whereas like, if you were trying to like make a new friend or get into a serious relationship, I feel like if they text you, like you want to see that conversation through, or you want to make a special effort to like plan you know, a day with them to like get to know them better versus just kind of like one-off quick things. Um, I love that. That was, that was, that was a great response. Thank cool. you. Yeah, sure. That's perfect. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I thought so, that so was a really good definition. <laughs> I thought that was a great definition. Yeah. It's basically just being casual. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's not investing too much, not investing too little. It's just having fun and keeping it really light. That, that yeah, was a great and, definition. And, me also knowing Jen's experiences, it's like, but a lot of guys do this where it's like, they're like hot and heavy really fast. And they're like, oh, but I want to keep it casual. And it's like, well, then don't text me 14 times a day and want to see me three times a week. You know what I mean? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because what, is, what does that do to you on the back end if that does happen? Does it, does it, it's telling you a different story about what they want, right? Yeah. I've come yes. across so many people whose actions aren't matching up with their words. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, I'm not quite sure where I'm at right now. I'm not quite sure if I'm ready. Um, but then, you know, they're constantly in contact, always wanting to do things like wanting to have a physical relationship right away. And I just, you know, I've had to start being super aware to slow things down very <laughs> consciously because those people haven't been ready. So, yeah. Does that confuse you? Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. confusing. It is. And, you know, I have to like learn through experience now to look out for that. But yeah, in the past, it's been, you know, I don't want to say like heartbreaking, but it's, it's hurt my feelings quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. So what, so what is it that you're looking for in a guy to let you know that this is somebody I want to have a relationship with? <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> Just in terms of their behavior, I think that what they're saying matches with what they're doing, you know, that they're, you know, if they're not sure where they're at, to then just like, you know, treat me in a way that matches that. So I don't know if, I mean, I think if somebody were really ready for a relationship that I would really appreciate if they stated that up front with the caveat that like, we don't know if anything's going to happen here, but just to say like the intention is that, and we'll see, that would be very helpful. So like, yeah. So being transparent. Yeah. And not on the first date, but like, yeah. (laughs) Right. But as you, as you get into dating to kind of update you along the way of where they're at in a in one sentence about where they're at yeah, not exactly. too intense but okay yeah like the is that the night, same for you allison oh mm-hmm. oh sorry no i was just gonna say the other night i was like on a third date with this guy we've been having a really great time and we were like you know getting like a little hot and heavy and i was like so what are you what are, maybe it wasn't the right time to ask this but i was like so what do you want you know we had, had a few drinks and uh, so do you want kids like <laughs> no that's really i didn't even want i don't no, even I know what i was looking for necessarily I, I don't know i just i needed some confirmation that this wasn't just going to be a casual yeah. sex situation um so i was looking for like anything and his response was he was like well i'm open i'm just i'm open and i was like oh that's just not helpful <laughs> But I mean, I guess the question is, right. what was I looking to hear? I'm not 100% sure. Just a little confirmation that they're looking for something more than something casual. But you, but you know what, Jen? I think that's a difficult question to answer, especially in the moment, because if he's like, I'm looking for a long-term relationship, he might also be worried that that's like a bit much to say in that moment. You know what I mean? So I actually I think like, I agree. I'm open is the only thing that he could say, because that would be the opportunity, I think, for him to say if he only wants it to be casual. 
So I actually True. think saying I'm open means, look, if this is casual, that's cool. If it's more serious, that's cool. I think that's the right answer, really, now that I'm thinking about it. All right, good point, Allison. <laughs> I agree with that. Did you guys talk more about it after? No, no, we haven't. Okay. Well, that might be something to discuss, you know, the next not time. when he has yeah. boner. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> so we can actually think about things, but to have a time to process that. But okay. So a, as a woman dating, is that a difficult thing to bring up? And if so, why? Uh, yes. It, I don't, I feel like I'm biased in all sorts of ways, but being a single woman in New York City and Ali, you know, obviously you can attest to this having been here all these years. I think being a woman in your thirties who's single in New York, it is hard to bring up because people have all these like connotations about like, oh, she must yeah. be looking for something serious. So as soon as you mention anything about it, people like, I feel like they get all these images in their heads of like, oh my God, she wants to marry me. <laughs> like, Get out of here. And that's not the case. Like I'm actually, I don't even know if I want to be married to anyone, but it's just like, I am looking for something more meaningful. So mm. you're basically saying, am I going to regret this tomorrow morning? <laughs> Right? Because that's the thing. It's like a moment of fear where you're where you're like, I'm not sure what I'm about to get into, what I'm, I'm literally opening myself up to. Right. right. So as you said, you want a little bit more clarification from him. So that would be helpful for guys to hear that probably around the third date. Yeah. To give that sentence stating where you're at, you know, maybe in, you could even do it in the middle of making out for sure of looking at the girl and saying, you know, I really like you. I like where this is going. Or you could talk about it afterwards or even before and just say, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying what's going on between this. I'd like to get to know you more. Honestly, something as simple as that will go a really long way. And it's happened once or twice recently and I've really, really appreciated it. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Allison, would you say the same thing for you? Uh, I, I'm, I'm agreeing and supporting what's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> but would you like to hear a sentence like that for you? Um, I, for, for me, I don't know. Everything's like so specific to the guy and the situation. I, I don't know what I, I yeah, I, I can't really say what I want to. I mean, I, I want people to be transparent about what's going on for sure. But, for, but I, I, I know that we all have ideals of what would be wonderful in the world, but then there's the, the realistic side of, of, of what works, what affects people, what turns people off. So the guy that you're seeing right now, if mm -hmm. he were to say something like that to you, would, would that be helpful? Would that create distance between the two of you? Would that make you like him more? What, what would that do for you in that scenario? Wait, wait, sorry. If he said that he wants something serious or not serious? If he just was transparent about what he was thinking and feeling with you, which I'm, I'm guessing he is, but is it, is that helpful for you? Um, <laughs> I guess it's like, I don't, I don't even necessarily want like a line drawn right now. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, okay. Yeah. Like I, I am excited about this one and if he isn't excited, I, I don't even know that I want to know that right now. <laughs> I don't know. Right, okay, right, right. But, no, no, so you, exactly, that, that, but at the same time, if he weren't, basically being transparent means being honest about where you're at, whether it's good or bad. But 
you're saying you would rather, because you're happy right now and you're excited about him, would you rather be 10 dates in and find well, I, well, because now, but it's like, I don't know. I mean, does he even need to have a definitive opinion on me right now? You know what I mean? Like if, if he knows he's not looking for something serious, then yeah, I want to know that now. But like, I also don't want to um, make him feel like he needs to have an opinion one way or the other at this moment. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Ali, I yeah, I mean, I guess the, yeah, we were, the question as, for you is, would you like some some confirmation yeah, about confirmation. what he is feeling right now. I mean, if he's super into me, I definitely want to hear all about it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but I also think there's something to be said about like third date, he's still getting to know me. Maybe he doesn't really know yet. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't necessarily want to push that at this moment. Well, because you wouldn't want to hear, I'm not really sure yet. Well, but on I a- think... Yeah, I think hearing this early that he's not sure yet would be disappointing, but also is fair. You know what I mean? Like, so, like me, like I think for a lot of people, like it could take him a long time to find out. I I, I don't think at the third date you need to say, I'm not interested yet. Because if you're still going out, you're still curious in some way. Yes. Um, But on the the flip side to hear, like, I think you're awesome and I'm enjoying Oh, I definitely want to hear that. (laughs) Yeah, it would be wonderful. Exactly. So um, I guess I guess I'm coming from a place of of for men to give constant updates. And and if there is something negative that they're feeling, that they kind of have to nip it in the bud. So if there is on the third day that they're hanging out, you walk away thinking, Yeah, I didn't really feel the spark so much this time. You go out one more time and see what's happening and how you feel and what's going on between the two of you. And then at that point, then you can maybe have the conversation. Yeah, I guess what's hard is like, I want people to be transparent, but I also, I do think that like, uh, especially in today's world of online dating and stuff like that, I do think there's a lot of pressure to like make decisions right away and like figure out if you want to date someone as opposed to like in the olden days when you would like, I don't know, maybe they worked in your office or, and you would get to know them for months before you decided if you were interested do you know what I mean? So I yeah, so no, like, I hear you. I think people the, pull the plug way too soon. I agree with you about that. Yeah, like if he's if he if he is not looking for a relationship and just wants this to be a fling, then that is something that men should be transparent about, and women they should be transparent. Yep. But if you're getting to know someone, then like I don't even want to necessarily know your opinion yet because we're just getting to know each other. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Like, it does I agree, sense. actually, I, I, Jen, with the guy the other night who said, I'm open. I'm open to me means, like, I'm I'm open to seeing where this is going. You know what I mean? He's not, he's totally. not specifically, I like, yeah. I, yeah, I like your take on that, and I, I agree now that I've Great. heard it in that way. <laughs> You're like, that's what I'll be using moving forward. <laughs> Dude, I mean, like, I think for him to be like, I'm looking for a serious relationship is, like, too much. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. And even if you did like him, that may put you off in some way. So the the fact that he did say he's open is like that middle ground of let's continue what we're doing. But I, uh, for me, I I would suggest maybe a little bit more clarification, not to ask for it, but as this is a show for advising men and we've all kind of confirmed this, that it would be helpful to women at a certain stage in dating to give many updates, not about, yes, I want a relationship. Yes. I want to marry you. Yes. Please have my babies. But in baby steps to let the other person know that you're enjoying 
what's going on between the two of you and you'd like to further invest just a little bit to explore more. Oh yeah, totally. Yes. You said that very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you oh, do this? Do you do this regularly? <laughs> do I date women? Yes, I do. That's what I do all the time. Uh, yeah, all right, we're going to take a quick break, okay. and then maybe Kristen will talk a little bit on the next half of the show. Well, I know it's so hard because there's so many voices. I just I'm staying mute. I know, but I'm enjoying the conversation. Thoroughly. I know. <laughs> Good. No, I know. Okay, so we'll be back in a moment. I just spent a week at the beach, and as I laid watching the ocean go back and forth and back and forth, and recede. I was reminded of many hairlines I've seen amongst men. And if you don't want to be one of those hairlines receding like the ocean, go to forhims.com slash wants to get the best deal ever on saving your hair. Did you know that 66% of men go bald before the age of 35? That's a big number. So the chances of you being in it are kind of high. I don't want to scare you. I want to motivate you to take control. You guys know the men's wellness brand by now, Hims. We've talked about them a lot, and they are here to help you save your hair. No waiting room, no awkward in-person doctor visits. You can save hours by just going to forhims.com slash wants, because right now our listeners get a trial month of Hims for just $5 today while supplies last. See the website for full details, but as you know, this would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. So save yourself time, money, dignity, so many things. Go to forhims.com slash wants. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wants for $5 to get all you need to save your hair. Forhims.com slash wants. Have you ever refinanced before? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't really know what it means, but basically I, I believe it's saying you're paying a certain interest rate that you freaking hate because they're taking a lot of money for you. And then you can find another company who you will have to pay less to. Right. But then how do you transfer it over to them? What they do is they buy the loan from the other company and then they can give you a lower interest ah, rate. It's so, actually really amazing. And there's a company doing that, yes, which is, is called Lightstream. Yes, they're called Lightstream. And they're absolutely amazing because for me, I had to do refinancing for my house. But now what they're doing is helping people refinance their credit card debt loan, which I don't actually think exists. Maybe it does. But, I, but this company is one of the leading companies who is doing this for people across the United States. Well, honestly, I... I am the worst when it comes to this stuff because the amount of interest I'm paying on my student loan and my credit card I know is insane. Yeah. And I called How my, much do you pay? I don't even know. But I called my credit... I just know it's high and I called my credit card company and they uh, wouldn't tell me exactly the interest. And I said, but that doesn't make any sense. And they're like, well, we can't legally actually tell you something. I was like, this is so confusing and you're what doing it to me on purpose. And so then I literally hung the phone up. Okay, well, Lightstream, And I want to get rid of them. Well, Lightstream is not like that. They will also find out what interest rate you are paying and then beat that price, which is absolutely amazing. As long as you do have good credit. You have good credit. I have really good credit. Okay, so that's wonderful. Then they can help you refinance your credit card debt loans, okay? So refinance with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. That's what it's actually called. I'm going to read you the points. 
It's an easy way to save hundreds to thousands of dollars and lower your interest rate. Lightstream offers credit card consolidation loans from 5.89% APR with AutoPay. I'm guaranteeing you that that is a lot less than what you're paying now. Um, Lower than the average credit card interest rate of over 18% APR. Remember, my husband was paying 21% on his credit card when I first met. It's crazy. You could get your, uh, your funds as soon as the day you apply. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a great interest rate and no fees. So say goodbye to high interest credit cards this summer and start saving with Lightstream. So uh, my listeners can, or our listeners, can save even more with an additional interest rate discount on top of Lightstream's already low rates. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash askwomen. That is lightstream.com slash askwomen. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash askwomen. So go do it now. All right, we are back and we have Allison and Jen from Two Girls, One Podcast, Two Girls, One Show, and a million other things that sound awesome, absolutely amazing. Um, and I wanted to thank you guys for for letting me push you. I know that some people get uncomfortable when I keep asking questions and if you know, we're doing this over the phone so we can't see each other's faces. So just know I have a big smile on my face and I'm I'm enjoying the conversation because I think it's really helpful. For I'm the guys so, that are listening. I'm, but, so, I'm sobbing. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, <this laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. All right. So here is a question from Mike. He said, hey, guys, I wanted to sh- suggest providing commentary on approaching shy women in one of your shows. Thanks, Mike. So I know none of us here are shy um, or extremely shy, but I-, I wanted to know what you thought about approaching shy women versus approaching women who are not shy, who are outgoing and very comfortable with themselves. Is there a different way to approach these types of women? I mean, I am not shy, but I would imagine you should approach women the same way, which is respectfully and cleverly. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Jen, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Uh, I'm trying to think about this. I can be a bit, I want to say like a little aloof sometimes. I don't know if you'd consider that shy, but I think maybe some people might consider me a little shy or introverted. So I'm trying to think about the best approaches that people have had. Um, I think definitely like not encroaching on somebody's space too much is probably a good idea. Like, um, you know, put yourself in their line of sight a lot, make sure you're around (laughs) um, where they can see you and then eventually work your way over to having some sort of conversation. But if anybody's been really overbearing with me right off the bat and like wanting to come up and talk to me all the time, uh, I find that rather annoying. And I can imagine a lot of other shy people might. Um, So taking it slow and like kind of just like planting yourself where you can be seen for a while and then do a slow approach. (laughs) That would be my advice. I mean, I feel like yeah, shy so girls want to get approached. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. They, but do they want to be approached with, in, in the same way that outgoing 
um, non-shy people do. So do they, kind of like what Jen just said, it's like, for me, if somebody were to, were to approach with high energy, I would absolutely love that. We get into great conversation, great banter really fast. I'd be into it and that would raise my levels of excitement. But I I can also tell for myself, if if I were shy, that would become very intimidating to me and overbearing and I wouldn't know what to do with myself. And I may like what's happening, but I, I wouldn't be able to engage in it properly. And then I'd probably just shut down in some way. So it wouldn't be as welcome. So how, how can guys tell if a woman is shy and if she's not shy? Are there quick ways to figure out whether or not somebody's shy? Well, I think being shy doesn't mean you're not a person. So I don't think you would approach it that much differently because it's not like you're shouting from the rooftop to hit on a girl and you find out she's shy. It's not like you're like, hey, Sarah, and embarrassing her by going like, (laughs) I like you, you know, and she's like, oh, everyone's (laughs) looking, you know, like, so I think you just approach her as a human being and you just don't do anything that would be like huge movements or something like that. You just, you know, you speak like (laughs) you would speak to anyone else, except maybe um, just not doing anything to bring attention to yourself. I I mean, I don't, I don't know how it would differ for a shy person, to be honest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What? Yeah. Okay. But I'm not shy, so we got to get a shy girl. Me neither. So, right. It's hard because I'm not. Well, no, I I think Jen's sort of speaking to to that category because, Mm -hmm. you know, you were saying that you're introverted and a little bit aloof. And, Mm -hmm. you know, aloof is, you know, also... um, not, it's not exactly shy, but it's it it, it can be tied to shyness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, but it can, it can read the same way as what I'm trying to say. Right. So it can read the same way. It's it's not the same thing, but to the other person, it it can read the same way as being shy. So right. I think that you definitely you know cover that category. And as you said, to go slower, not get into that person's personal space. But I think what all of you are saying is to take a minute to feel that person out, um, and maybe you can even watch beforehand to see how they're interacting with other people. I would say if they're covering up their body quite often, their body language isn't isn't as open, that could be an indicator that they're either a little little timid or a little shy or don't want somebody directly in their personal space. I would agree with that. And I would also just add that if you notice that they're not acting in a shy way around others, but act that way around you, it's possible they don't uh, want to be yeah. approached and or they really like you. I mean, it's kind of impossible to tell, but I think it's a fine line between being shy yeah. and maybe also just wanting to close yourself off because you just don't want to be approached. So yes, I don't know how to exactly gauge that, but, um, you know. Uh, no, but that was tread, perfect. Tread you said, you said <laughs> yeah. how they're interacting with other people and yeah. then you can tell how they're responding to you. Okay. Right. I thought that was a great response. Okay. Next question. Um, hey Marnie, this is a part of a conversation that I'm having with a woman. The conversation started after IMs, after some IMs and a day of pause. Then she sent this to me. Her. Bill, how are you doing? I think we were on we are on the same page. So are you willing to share your fabulous side? Holler back right away. Me. I have enjoyed the conversation that we are having, but I'm not into all the emails back and forth. So what is your number? It's perfectly normal to speak on the phone, isn't it? Question mark, question mark. Her, I see. And well, uh, don't you want to talk with me in here for now and get to know each other before we take this to the next level? Me, just because I'm inviting you back to my place doesn't mean I'm easy. So now I'm waiting on a response from her. 
So give me your opinions about this conversation, please. Wait, 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 wait. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. All of it. See, that's my opinion too. All of it is like, what the fuck is going on with this conversation? But over, yeah, sorry, go on. Was it during the message? Was it? This I is, am? Yeah, instant. Yeah, who, who okay. are yeah. these people? How did they meet? How are they? Wait, the instant messaging? Or what, where are we? <laughs> See, that's the thing. This is What's all the information happening? that I get. He yeah. said, this is a part of a conversation that I'm having with a woman that I met. The conversation started after some IMs and a day of pause. Then she sent okay, me it's, this. It's, and IMs and then a day of pause. So they were IMing somehow. We don't know how. And then there was nothing for a day. Yes, correct. Okay. I want to hear the conversation one more time. <laughs> okay, so her. Bill, how are you doing there? I think we are, we are on the same page. So are you willing to share your fabulous side? Holler back right away. That's a weird, Me, that's a weird message enjoy- to start. Yeah, oh, all of it's weird. Yes, yeah. but, you, but you have to remember, like I, when I get these conversations sent to this me is what you a get. lot of the times, yeah, yeah. this is what I get. And then I'm like, you, they just talk so differently than I would ever, but they're both doing it. So it seems to make sense. Like, so in their right. world, this type of conversing and the way they're speaking to each other makes sense. Right. Though for me, it's like, I would never speak that way. But the, the breakdown is, he then says, I've enjoyed the conversation that we are having, but I'm not into all the emails back and forth. So what's your number? It's perfectly normal to speak on the phone, isn't it? Question mark, question mark. So I think the day of pause could have been him beforehand saying you know, I'd like to move this to the next level off of instant message and maybe her not agreeing to that or not wanting that. And then it sort of broke down. Maybe but then he asking said, I don't to like see his that. fabulous side. But then, yes, exactly. Okay. But maybe, I don't know the, the, the conversation beforehand. I do find it all weird. So then her, I see. And well, don't you want to talk with me in here for now and get to know each other before we take this to the next level? Then he tried to be kind of funny and flirty just because I'm inviting you back to my place doesn't mean I'm easy. I I think he took that line from a pickup artist playbook or something uh, and see, tried to inject oh, a conversation where it didn't make sense to try to flirt and bring it back to a next level. So basically, this is a common thing that happens. A woman isn't ready to give out her phone number yet and a guy's trying to jump to the phone number too quickly and she wants to stay chatting in there. So I get, the assessment is like to take a step back and sort of maybe give commentary on when is it okay to jump to a phone call if you're dating online and then maybe also give this guy a little bit of feedback on how he could have helped the conversation a bit better. Because I, I read his messages as kind of snarky and rude mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's never going to help a woman feel comfortable and she's saying like I'm not ready for the phone yet I want to get to know more about you <laughs> or what What did you guys hear in this conversation even though it's you know weird people talking what did you hear that was exactly what I took away from it yeah that um yeah that he wants to just have a phone conversation I it sounds to me like they're probably in different cities because for me it's a personal preference but I, when people for like from Tinder or something asked to get on the phone if we're in the same city and don't just want to meet up I find that a little strange <laughs> like I think the natural progression would be yeah I think the natural progression to me feels like we have a little bit of banter we exchange phone numbers to set up a time to meet and then we meet because I think you have to see you have to experience the person in person to know if you're interested but phone 
phone to me isn't the level between because it's almost, it almost feels more intimate. I feel like you can get to know somebody really well that way, which is great, but I don't want to waste time if I'm not really attracted to them. So yeah. That's so funny that you think like getting dressed up for a night and going out is (laughs) less time wasted than hopping on the phone for five minutes to see if that's so funny. But I think that's the norm. I, I believe so many people think that. Yeah, I think it would be fantastic if we could like phone or even video chat and not waste time commuting and meeting. But I agree that nobody does that and therefore it's considered weird. Yeah, so what would, I love these answers. So what would have been a better response to her, whatever her name is, um, when she did say, you know, can't we just get to know each other on here? I mean, I'm just so confused because, like, I don't understand where they met. But, like, if the girl is like, can we just get to know each other here, then you have to decide if you want to keep texting or not. Because I think it's perfectly reasonable. Like, I have some guy friends who are like, if she just wants to text, 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 and never meet up, like, at a certain point, I'm out. And that's fair. So I think, like, you know, you just have to decide. Do you want to get to know this girl more? Because you got to get to know her on her terms. I agree. I completely agree. What do you think of his line of just because I'm inviting you back to my place doesn't mean I'm easy. I don't even understand what he's talking about. (laughs) They've never met. To be honest, neither do I. I feel like it's like one, it's like the line that you were talking about in the very beginning where it just jumped three pages ahead. I didn't say I wanted to be inside you. (laughs) Like what? What? Right, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Kristen, what do you think? It's too suggestive. Yeah, it's too suggestive right off the bat. It makes you think of sex and it's like clearly this girl just wants to get to know him. So I, I wouldn't go there even if it's a joke. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. yeah, it almost sounds like someone was writing a script for a 90s m- movie <laughs> or something. And the guy, like, it sounds like a cliche. It doesn't sound like it had any pertinent in- relevance to the conversation, but he, like, was reading a script and, like, had to have that in there or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, insert in here. Right. <laughs> yeah. I agree. He, All right. You know what? Maybe he copied and pasted the wrong girl. <laughs> Right, that's Probably. what it seemed like. It was so out of He's like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> All right, one last question. Okay, girls, I have two questions. Okay, I will do two questions. I've been interested in a 30-year-old woman at my gym. I'm 43. I catch her staring sometimes. I do think she's shy, but she's even waved across the gym after a few brief conversations. I playfully asked her to get the fuck out of my way, and she left. I've asked her out twice, and she claims she's not able because of other time commitments. She did give me information about herself, about a part-time job, where and when she works, specific social plans that stand in the way, etc. I assume this means she doesn't think I'm creepy. One day she says hi, will talk to me, sends cues for future conversations, etc. The next day, she may all but ignore me. I'm very direct with her to exude confidence, but inside I'm nervous. So I'm not being the best conversationalist. I don't think of what to say till later. Do I ask her out again? Should I lay back and try to get to know her? It's been a year of help. Aww. Wait, he's asked her out and she has said that she has specific plans? Yeah. That happened. Yeah, Sorry, it sounds like he's not into you. She's either not into him or she may be into him and has a boyfriend. Yeah, there's something holding oh. her back. I totally agree. It sounds like she likes him. It's on some level she's interested, but there's something that's getting in the way. And it's not just those commitments. Maybe or is she just being her. like friendly yeah. at the gym and now this dude's asking her out, you know? Right. Because I feel like if he asked her out once and she had specific plans, she knows he, she could have come back and been like, how about next week? Like, 
girl's not interested. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. So, so the question is, do I ask her out again or should I lay back and try to get to know her? It's been a year of this. I would oh. lay back. Keep it casual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, uh, this gets me because it's like the confidence of men, right? Like if I insinuated to a dude that I was interested and he gave me signs that he was not, I'd be like, oh, just kidding. You know what I mean? You te- a girl tells a guy, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm busy. And he's like, she still wants the D. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no matter right. what the guy, he waved the guy's at me like, today. she still wants it. Like he asked her out and she said, oh, really sorry. I have plans. She could very easily have said, how about a different night? But she didn't. Because she's just being friendly at the gym. That's my opinion. I'm also I absolutely I agree. very much projecting I from my own conversation that we already discussed at the beginning of the podcast, where it's like, maybe she's just being friendly. <laughs> right. No, but that but that's a really important thing for most men to know is that she is still continuing to being to be friendly because she's a friendly person. She's told you already she's not interested in you in that way. She doesn't want to proceed to going on a date. She doesn't feel that about you, but she still wants to be friendly. doesn't mean that she has to cut it off completely. It'd be complete, to be a complete bitch to you. Right. And too, not- like men claiming that women are bitches makes me so mad, right? Because it's like the woman's nice and polite and nice and polite. And then finally she has to be like, I am not interested. And then guys are like, why are you being a bitch? And it's like, well, because right. you refuse well, to then- take on I feel for this guy because he said, you know, he's he's trying to be confident. Like that's something he feels like he has to put on, but inside he's nervous. <laughs> and I think he genuinely maybe yeah, that was cute. That was cute. This, yeah, confused about the signals that he's getting. I just think he should lay back, see what happens. If she's interested, she'll come to you. Like again, put yourself in her eyeline, make the jokes <laughs> that you make, but like don't don't ask out or, her out again because I think you'll just kind of lose credibility at that point. <laughs> Let her come yeah. to you. I, I say the same thing, and yeah. and what you can do is if you want to get more comfortable around this girl and pull her in as a friend of yours, you can ask her to like introduce you to other girls at the gym or if she has any single girlfriends because you're single and you're looking. There's nothing wrong with making a new female friend, which she obviously would be okay with being towards you and asking her for other opportunities that she could introduce you to to meet other awesome women potentially like herself. That's a great step up. I, agree. I like it. Good <laughs> yeah. idea. Yeah, and if anything, it, it it can make you, and it could also trigger her to start thinking about you in a certain way. If you're yes. not asking about her anymore, you're over her, and then you're looking <laughs> towards other people. So I think that that could be really helpful. Okay, girls, thank you so much for being on the show and being our first callers on Ringer. I think it went okay. It's hard not seeing your faces. I know this um, is weird. I, but I think it went okay yeah, too. It, it, <laughs> yeah, I think we were okay. We only stepped over good. each other a few times. No, the it does sound good, but it's it's hard not seeing somebody's eyes when you're talking. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we were doing our podcast in a studio for so long, and it was just like it's 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 a different vibe. It's going to take a a few times to get used to, but I think that we did pretty well. We only stepped on each other's toes a few times, <laughs> but I think we got really solid information. Um, do you guys want to give a little plug for? your many shows that you have and tell people how to find you, where to listen to you and where to watch you. Absolutely. Yeah, um, Jen, so you want to hit s- it and focus on the podcast? Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, but I'll mention Two Girls, One Show or web okay. series you can find on hoohaha.com. Uh, you can find Two Girls, One Podcast on basically any platform where you would get your podcasts. We're everywhere now, which is awesome. 
Um, if you want to uh, just follow us on the social needs, uh, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Junebugger, J-O-O-N-B-U-G-G-E-R. Allie is at Allie Gold. Um, and we post, you know, updates about all the podcasts and things there. Anything else I should mention, Al? No, I think that's good. <laughs> cool. <laughs> all right. Well, as you can tell from this show, these girls have a very nice balance. Two different personality types. And I, I haven't listened to your podcast, but I'm... I'm guessing you dissect information in a very intelligent way, but also entertaining. So I, I would invite people to go check out your podcast, listen to your podcast, because I think it would actually be very interesting. And I will also go check out your, your podcast. And I'm sorry that I didn't before you came on the show. <laughs> Thank um, you for being transparent. But I watched one of your videos. Isn't that good? I gave you a view. Yes. Yeah, that's good. view. <laughs> um, and Kristen, you are in New York. Sadly, I hope you come back soon. But do you want to tell people about your other podcast? Yeah, you guys can always check out Mentally Chill Podcast um, at uh, anywhere on, you know, where you can find podcasts. But also hit me up for dating help at kristencarney.com slash dating help. Oh, my God. I'm going to do that right now. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely should. Um, You guys are wonderful. If you want to write in questions to our show so that we can answer them and overanalyze them to death on the Ask Women podcast, please write to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. New episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. You guys are wonderful. We couldn't do the show without you. And we're going through a lot of transitions and we thank you for bearing with us as this happens. Keep listening, keep sharing, and keep sending in your questions. We'll see you next week. Bye.